We join on the line now. And uh, yeah, people have been waiting great anticipation for his entrance this morning. Our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. even say I feel sorry for you <laughs> but anyway you don't have to say sorry you have to say you feel sick for me ah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel sick for you people asking if you can still count you know how are the markets reacting to the new um, number six the new name to the number six uh, but uh, let's rather look at the Asian markets and uh, you know the Trump presidency getting a boost there and how that's impacted on those markets Again, on the Asian markets dropped more than 1% after Wall Street fear index spiked on ditches at the U.S. presidential elections that Mr. Trump might be looking good. Markets have been rankled by some of the polls uh, that Trump uh, has been heading um, um, Hillary Clinton for the first time, uh, given Trump's controversial policy statement and the fact that it seems like he knows very little when it comes to, to international affairs. But nonetheless, um, when, I don't know what's going to happen in actual fact after the 8th if he does come out victorious. I, 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 I cannot, it, it, I can't imagine it. Uh, anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that one. Um, Australia's ASX Akina was down by 1.54%, uh, dragged by the energy stock index, which is down by 2.35% um, 30 hours of this morning. We saw the Japanese Nikkei as well, uh, dropping by 1.96%, which was not welcomed at all, uh, likely due to the stronger yen as well. You know, when the yen strengthens, um, we start seeing actually there are exporting companies being hit hard, particularly in manufacturing and engineering as well. Uh, the yen rose uh, uh, ahead of the greenback, um, some 103 yen uh, to the dollar. And if you look at the South Korean Kospi as well, uh, that was down by 1.35%. So mainland China, Shanghai Composite, that was down by 0.49%, while the Shenzhen Composite slipped by 0.28%. And uh, Murray and Roberts, I see they are selling a substantial business unit. Talk to us about that. This is amazing news, South Africa's um, Murray and Roberts. Uh, has sold its infrastructure and building business for about 314 million rand as part of its drive to focus on projects uh, for the global natural resources sector. The Energy and Construction Group uh, said it wants to uh, fix its asset, uh, which represents, I think it's about uh, 49%, if I'm not mistaken, of the entire company's um, uh, revenue. So uh, it will be transforming from being a predominantly a South African building company to an international engineering group. That's quite exciting, isn't it? <laughs> uh, the Johannesburg uh, company also will focus on three core factors, which is uh, oil and gas metals, uh, including minerals as well. So they're becoming more and more involved in the mining sector in particular. Uh, the transaction is about Marine Roberts exiting a specific market sector. The question is, will they change um, its allocation on the uh, JSE? And I think that's what's going to happen. So it's going to be changing to more of a resource-based sector uh, rather than what it's been right now, which has been known as property and uh, infrastructure development. So that's quite good news, I suppose. Uh, and um, I, I'm sure you saw my friend, uh, Raiti Basona, also 
uh, resigning after I asked him to give me 50% of his earnings. Um, <laughs> Is that why he resigned? <laughs> That's why he resigned. Okay. I, just, ah, <laughs> I, I, I kind of thought that you may have had something to do with that. But of course, uh, the steady rand could help um, with the petrol price also going down. Um, oil at the moment, as uh, we are speaking there, uh, $47.85 a barrel. Not too bad. That is, that is amazing. I heard you giggle there a little bit as well. So obviously you're loving the price of oil at the moment. I am. Um, what is most interesting, obviously, is that despite the efforts by OPEC to, in actual fact, to try and curb on production, it doesn't seem to have helped in terms of the price and bringing back demand. So what's happening in actual fact is it's a reversal of what we saw about uh, a month ago when it actually hit high. Uh, it went as far as $53 um, uh, a barrel. So now it's come down quite significantly, and people are talking about um, the fact that OPEC perhaps does not have a plan on how to curb this particular oil. Remember, we've got even more oil in the likes of Iran uh, that has already been uh, put into the market as well. So it's becoming more and more difficult to make it cheaper. And what makes it worse, um, so, you know, to make it more expensive, pardon me, uh, what makes it worse is that we have alternative energies as well. So your fracking is taking place in the United States, and those guys, obviously, when the oil price falls, uh, it helps them in terms of uh, being competitive. But nonetheless, all these things just bring back, bring us back to one factor. The, the decline of the oil price means that there's less, less demand in the world. And that means that people are not doing as much as they should, so that means that we're not producing and doing things that we should be doing uh, to create an economy that is strong. So... Um, what 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 it brings concern of is how long will it continue? Will it continue to will we continue seeing the price of oil go down? Uh, some commentators are already starting to talk about the fact that maybe this is the new norm, and you know, get used to the fact the price of oil will sit around for its forties uh, for an extended period of time. You've, you've heard those words before, haven't you? Uh, definitely. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm holding on to it for dear life, mind you. But, um, of course, we're going to leave it there. Uh, hopefully your day will get better, but I doubt. Uh, but at least you can try. Our market analyst, Clive, in Tozabantu Ramatibela. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.